0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Genesis, chapter 16. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, The Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed to what Sarai said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan ten years, Sarai's wife took her Egyptian slave Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar, and she conceived. When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarai said to Abram, "'You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering.' I put my slave in your arms, and now that she knows she's pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in your hands, Abram said. Do with her whatever you think best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road to Shur. And he said, Hagar, slave of Sarai, Where have you come from, and where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress, Sarah, she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, Go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count. The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are now pregnant, and you will give birth to a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery." He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand will be against him. And he will live in hostility towards all of his brothers. So she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her, You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. That is why the well was called Be'er Roy. It is still there between Kadesh and Barad. So Hagar bare Abram a son. And Abram gave the name Ishmael to the son she had born. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore him Ishmael. This chapter deals with Hagar, Abram's slave and Sarai's slave. But more importantly, it deals with what most people believe the origin of the Arabic people. And so both Jewish and Islamic traditions consider Ishmael to be the ancestor of Arabs. So this Hagar was Egyptian. Where did they get an Egyptian slave? You may recall that Abram and Sarai went down to Egypt in Genesis chapter 12. Perhaps they had Hagar join their household there. Interestingly, Jewish rabbinic commentators say that Ishmael's mother, Hagar, was Pharaoh's daughter. So Pharaoh, of course... um, in Genesis 12, may have had many, many daughters. Perhaps he was trying to make an alliance with Abram and gave this daughter. We don't know. But the Jewish rabbinic commentators consider her to have been of royalty. She was not just another slave. And so this Ishmael would have been the grandson of Pharaoh, the Pharaoh of Egypt. And so these Arabic people would have been half Egyptian, half Jewish, if you will, following Abraham as the, the first of the Hebrews. The Arabic people would have been after the Egyptian people. Egyptians, modern Egyptians, do not consider themselves Arabs. They consider themselves another uh, lineage. And so Ishmael became the son of Abram in this chapter. And later in Genesis, we'll read that Ishmael is referred to as the father of 12 mighty princes. Once again, if he is the grandson of Pharaoh, then they would be the great-grandchildren of the Pharaoh of Egypt. and and important people in their own right. Ishmael is ultimately going to be circumcised at age 13. That pattern of circumcision continues among Arabic people and uh, Muslims to this day. He adopted a nomadic lifestyle, which is still common in parts of the Middle East. And supposedly, he's buried at the Kaaba in Mecca. We don't know that for sure. But let's let's just go to the text, Genesis 16.1. Now, Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. And so this culturally, to us, seems very strange. She offered this woman to her husband to have children through him. And that was not a thing that was culturally taboo for someone else to bear your children. You know, we have artificial insemination in our day when people carry other people's children but here they didn't have that but they did have this option to bear children by by other people apparently and it was not a shameful thing. So Abram was childless and uh, she talked Abram into this. She said the Lord has kept me from having children. Go sleep with this Hagar and maybe I can build a family through her. And so Abram says, "Okay, Sarah, I'll, I'll do it." So uh, he slept with Hagar and she conceived. But when she was pregnant, she began to think she was all that apparently and have an attitude towards Sarah. Sarah got very indignant and, and went to Abram and said, you know, she's acting up. Abram said, look, this was your idea. You do whatever you think's best. And then unfortunately, Sarai mistreated Hagar and she fled from the household. Now, that's not the end of the story because in verse 7, it says, the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. Now, this angel of the Lord, this is a unique angel of Yahweh. In this chapter, this angel does things that are very unangel like. He doesn't act just like a messenger, he acts like something different. This angel that's referred to as the angel of Yahweh appears various places in the scriptures. He appears in Exodus 23, he appears in Joshua 5, he appears in Judges 13, and other places. This, I believe the same angel. And so there's a lot of wonder about this angel. Many believe, as I do, that he's the pre incarnate Christ. But this angel Lord found Hagar, and he said, Hagar, slave of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She explained, I'm running away from my mistress. Then the angel Lord said, Go back to your mistress and submit to her. And the angel added, I will increase your descendants. He didn't say, God will do it. He said, I will do it. That's very interesting. What did he say? He said the same thing that God had said to Abram. I will increase your descendants so much they'll be too numerous to count. This is the same promise that Abram had been given concerning Isaac. And then the angel of the Lord gave her the name for the child. You're to name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard your misery. And so this name, this sovereign name given by the angelic word of the Lord, Ishmael, Abram went along with it. When the child was born, Abram named him Ishmael according to the word of the Lord that came to Hagar. So this was a genuine transaction that Abram himself recognized the hand of God is on this child. He's going to receive a promise similar to what God has given me. You know, these multiplied descendants too numerous to count. And um, the Lord went on to say, he will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone and everyone's hand will be against him. He'll live in hostility toward his brothers. And she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her this angel of the Lord, the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me, she said. I have now seen the one who sees me. So Hagar bore Abram a son and Abram gave him the name Ishmael to the son she had born. Now, I just want to stop for a minute. Many people believe that this was a mistake, that Abram sinned, Sarah sinned, that he should have never gone and had sexual relationships with Hagar. The extension of of that is, if you are a modern-day descendant of Ishmael, you're a mistake. In other words, if that's true, then all of these people are a mistake. But the Lord was involved in this process. The Lord named Ishmael. The Lord made promises to Ishmael. I told you the rabbinic commentators believed that she was the daughter of Pharaoh. She was royalty herself. And so there is a destiny for these people. They are Semitic people. They are half Abraham's seed, half Hagar's seed, half Abraham's seed, half Egyptian. There are promises for them. They are not a mistake, friends. And if you've ever thought about all of these Arabic people as being the result of some kind of sin and people that are under some kind of curse, you need to rethink it. And if you are of Arabic origin, you have promises in the economy of God. The Lord Jesus is your Lord and Savior, available to be your Lord and Savior just like everyone else. You're not a mistake. God has promises for you and your kinsmen, all through the scriptures, redemptive promises. And so the descendants of Abram through Hagar are blessed. They're not part of the covenant with the promised land and all that. That'll come through Isaac. But there are promises for Ishmael and his descendants And the Lord has plans for them. There are a number of references in the scriptures to these plans. And so expel from your terminology this concept of those people are a mistake. They're not. God doesn't make mistakes. God was involved in this process. The redemptive hand of God named Ishmael himself. And he gave Ishmael's mother promises. And Abraham adopted the name Ishmael from the word of the Lord. This whole thing was a, was a God episode. Whether you like it culturally or not, God was involved in this. And so as we look in modern times at the Arab people, Yes, their hands have been against one another. Remember the word of the Lord was, everyone's hand will be against them and they will live in hostility toward their brothers. That's been a prophecy that's true, but it will not be true for all of time. The Lord is working redemptively among those people, just like he is with me and you, friends. And so we want to pray into that. Lord, we just pray that the children and descendants of Hagar and Ishmael would be blessed Lord, we speak a blessing over them. We ask you that you would redeem them. Lord, they too are the fruit of Abram and Abraham. Lord, we ask that they would be blessed, that they would be redeemed, that they would be among the nations that come to the Lord, that they're with us together in eternity, serving you and serving your purposes. Lord, we also pray for reconciliation between the descendants of Abram through uh, Ishmael and the descendants of Abram through Isaac and Jacob. May there be reconciliation in our day. May there be reapproachment on the basis of their father Abraham. Lord, redeem them in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends.